You are listening to episode 11 of the Design Influence with Albinos. As children, we're asked what we want to be when we grow up. I actually think this is still a thing where adults unwittingly are asking kids this and telling them, figure out your life early and figure it out fast. While I absolutely believe that it is never too early to start planting seeds for the future, I know that what I wanted to be when I was five (laughs) is not what I wanted to be when I was seven, 14, 19, or 25. (laughs) And now that I'm in my 30s, what I am and what I want to continue to become is none of those previous things. I didn't know it at the time. I mean, how would I? (laughs) But I've been pivoting since I was a toddler. Now, calm down, to be fair. (laughs) Those pivots were not purposeful or useful or intentional. Most were really just growing pains. But a lot of us pivot for a myriad of other reasons. Here's the thing. The power in pivoting is finding the purpose in it. Controlling your pivots instead of being controlled by your pivots. So in this episode, we're going to get a little woo-woo talking about all the shifts that you may be experiencing, avoiding, or even regretting as you navigate your designpreneur journey, and how you can handle all those shifts and pivots with passion and purpose. Welcome to The Design Influence, a show dedicated to changing the conversation and creating impact on and offline. The Design Influence is all about you, the online designpreneur helping you be a better designer and entrepreneur in this new digital landscape. I'm your hostess with the mostest, online interior designer, content creator, and nonstop idea machine, Albie of Albie Knows Online Interior Design. If you're ready for some candid and caffeinated conversations about everything from decoding interior design tools to growing pains as an entrepreneur to figuring out what the heck it means to be an influencer, then turn up your earbuds and let's dive in. Today's episode is brought to you by Gather, a visual platform that helps you source product, communicate with clients, and eliminate hours of admin headaches. Whether it's for a big project or a product roundup blog post, Gather has helped me streamline all of my product specifications, project details, and budget tracking. And I've basically created my own one-stop resource library. I know you're going to love Gather as much as I do, so head over to thedesigninfluence.com forward slash gather to get started with a free extended trial. Hey guys, I'm really excited for today's episode because I'm pretty sure most of you are like me and you've been pivoting a lot in your design career, whether you are working full-time for a design company or full-time for yourself. So what is a pivot? Did you know that one of the definitions for like the verb to pivot is actually depend? As in the success of this plan pivots on the decisions you make. I didn't know that. (laughs) Not until I did the research for this show. Because in business, especially in entrepreneurship, when we hear the word pivot, it's associated with a change or shift, not dependency. So what is a quote unquote pivot? Well, for our purposes... I define a career pivot as that space between tweaking your master plan and just having a complete upheaval of said plan. 
And really, it's more of just like a change in perspective or having agility in your plans. So changing careers from a biology teacher to an an interior designer is not something I would consider a pivot. You changed careers. But I like to think of it of like when you're standing in one spot and just kind of pivoting to and fro on the balls of your feet. You haven't actually moved, but the view is different. Like it was a pivot. So like in the intro where I mentioned that I wanted to be a lot of different things throughout my 30 plus years of life, from a pediatrician to a celebrity choreographer, I kid you not, (laughs) in my adult years, even with all my different career titles and all the different achievements that I've had or that I've wanted to pursue, I've never really moved. I've just been pivoting. My career has taken a lot of forms. (laughs) Well, just putting it simply, a lot of different forms and a whole lot of different titles, but all of them have been with the same underlying passion. I've always wanted to tell a story, to create something tangible from an idea, to use technology to bring these creations and ideas to life, to study and research and understand what I'm creating and to help as many people as possible with my final masterpiece. Those pillars have never changed, no matter how many times my title has changed. And that's the key right there. Identifying, no labels, no titles, but identifying and honing in on what exactly it is you want to do, like the thing that it is that you want to do. Teach, heal, create, write, travel, like actual verbs in place for that thing that you want to be when you quote unquote grow up. What are the major pillars that of what you want to contribute to the world with your skills and your talents? Aside from just being passionate about it, but what does it translate to in terms of an act? You know, thinking about the analogy of like shifting on the balls of your feet Essentially, that's what you need to define, the quote-unquote balls of your feet. What will be controlling those shifts and pivots that you make throughout your career? I've shared my story in the past with you before. I majored in architecture. Um, That was my major in high school, and I continued to study architecture for another two years in undergrad. Then I changed majors to advertising and public relations so that when I graduated, I ended up doing a lot of freelance marketing from creating press kits to website design to event planning, just that entire marketing umbrella, so to speak. And at the same time, I was starting a very long retail career as a visual merchandiser. And that's all before landing on interior design, which brought me back full circle to studying in grad school, interior architecture and design. And even when I landed, so to speak, on interior design, I've kept pivoting within my business model. This whole podcast, for example, is a pivot. I wanted to take a quick second out to thank you for listening to today's show. If you've made it this far, that means you like me. You really, really like me. And for that, I am beyond thankful. The design influence is all about you, the designpreneur, and so without you, 
there would be no show and there would be no design influence. So for us to keep growing, I need a favor from you. If you're not already subscribed, even though I really hope you are, I would love it if you go ahead and make things official between us and then share the show with your biz bestie, your design bestie, so that you guys can listen and discuss together. The more the merrier. And if you're really, really loving me and the show, I would appreciate it even more if you take another quick second out to rate and review the show. Those ratings and those reviews really help other amazing designpreneurs find the show so that we can all be in this together. And it also lets me know how I'm doing. So I really want to thank you so, so much again. I appreciate you for listening and for taking time out to make me a part of your day. And now let's get back into the conversation. I've always known what I wanted to do, what my pillars are. But over the years, I've had to pay really close attention to how my talents were starting to manifest and what other skills they were unlocking. Because believe me, what I just gave you was the extremely abridged version of my career. I truly didn't even start considering this my career journey until recently. In hindsight, there were a lot of jobs and I was really just wayfinding. I just didn't know it. So how does what you want to do translate into what you can do? And again, we're not talking about the whole concept of where passion intersects with what can make you money. I'm talking about the different applications for what it is that you do. I had always heard the story of how my sister, who's way older than me, um, she's 15 years older than I am. I'd always heard the story of how she found her purpose. When she was little, she always said she wanted to wear a white dress with a little white hat. That is the quote I have always been told. And so naturally, you're probably thinking, oh, she wanted to be a bride. No. Her dream was to always be a nurse. Back then, colored scrubs weren't a thing, hence the, you know, white dress. And nurses still wore hats and such. So white dress, little white hat. She always wanted to help people and always wanted to help people heal. Fast forward, I have seen my sister work in a clinic, giving vaccinations and to inner city residences. I've seen her working in a high school teaching future nurses. I've seen her working in an emergency room as like the first point of contact for the sick and the ill. I've seen her working in the NICU and pediatric care units, consoling very inconsolable parents. And I've seen her working in large hospital corporations as a hospital administrator. I have seen her take mission trips after disasters to help with release for, uh, relief for relief efforts. <laughs> and I've seen her do all these things as a nurse. She's pivoted a lot, but it's always been clear about how she's wanted to serve people as a nurse in her white dress. Well, I mean, now there's colored scrubs, but you get the point. You know, that has never changed. Some of the pivots we make are par for the course. Some are planned. And some are life just giving us a good old kick in the head. Those pivots, those <laughs> kick in the head pivots, those are the ones that tend to trip us up. Where we find ourselves in a season of anxiety and uncertainty 
and fear. But those pivots are also the ones that should really ignite us because they're the ones that push us to be raw and honest about what we're doing. So what has triggered your recent pivots? Was it a circumstance like a layoff, a move, a change in family dynamic? What was the catalyst for this change? Or was it a newfound hobby that turned passion and now it's propelled you into a desire to follow your calling? Or was it that after years and years of application, you finally fine-tuned how it is that you want to apply your unique skill set? No matter the reason, one of the hardest part of pivoting is actually getting through it, completing it. You know what brought you to this point, what your trigger was. But while you're in the middle of the transition, it is so easy to get swept away by all of the newness and the change. You're doubting yourself and wondering, did I make the right decision? What will people think? How do I adjust to my new normal? Will this stick? But new beginnings are sometimes the greatest gifts we can give ourselves. The fresh perspective may be exactly what you need to truly be your best self. Maybe at first you chose a very safe career, you know, and something that was secure, but now you feel a little bit more confident or better equipped to go into your desired path to really pursue your dreams. Or maybe you just really weren't ready. Education, finances, season of life, whatever. You just weren't ready for that final destination and you needed those previous experiences, those previous pivots to get ready. I know that aside from being from not being exposed to interior design as a career choice, there was no way I would be who I am now if I tried to create this 10 plus years ago. I needed those twists and turns and pivots to understand how I could serve, how I wanted to serve. Each kick got me closer and closer and closer to where I am now, to a point where I can plan my pivots instead of just tripping over them and landing in them. I love that the iteration of my career, this iteration of my career at least, allows me to still help people, not only through my designs, but also through the podcast and my blog. I love that I can still create and tell stories with my renderings and my content. I can still geek out <laughs> as I research new products and brands and topics, and I still get to do all the things that I love just in a more deconstructed model. There is no way five-year-old Albie <laughs> would have been able to stand up on career day and define any of this. So what is a purposeful pivot? Because we've already covered what a pivot is. How do you get through that period of, what am I doing? The answer really comes down to exercising discernment and being honest with yourself. Are you pivoting for reasons that are true to you? Are you still able to connect the dots to the pillars that you identified earlier? Or have you changed courses out of just desperation, and discontentment. The latter 
has been a catalyst for me more times than I can count or share. Feeling unfulfilled and lost, but because I'm someone who believes everything happens for a reason, I've come to a point where I can also acknowledge that there were lessons to be learned in those seasons of desperation and discontentment. Not every season is meant to pull you back or sabotage you, but the ones that do seem like they're pulling you back, I've learned to think about like an arrow. It's pulling you back so it can launch you further than you ever thought you could go or that you would go on your own accord. I told you this conversation was going to be a whole lot of woo. (laughs) So what lessons can you take from your previous pivots and your current pivot? Lessons of patience, leadership, strategy, new technology, adapting to change. There is so much that can be gleaned from these pit stops, so to speak. Just keep asking yourself, what do I want to be when I grow up? Translation, what do I want to be when I get out of this season? Because who are we kidding? We never really stop growing up. (laughs) There's always something to learn. My architecture lessons are what developed my love of space design, but also my love of technology in space design. Using programs like AutoCAD excite me a million times more than drafting by hand. And this is still true to this day now that I am studying again, essentially, in grad school. Public relations taught me the value in storytelling and communicating with brands and pitching myself while working retail has given me a whole different understanding of the consumer journey that I probably would otherwise never have gotten. That is the definition of finding purpose in pivots. I found the purpose in all those different seasons of my career wayfinding. And I hope that whatever season you're in, the beginning, the middle, the end of a transition, you're able to find meaning within it for yourself. I would love to hear about your journey to purpose. What unexpected pivots have you experienced and what have they taught you? Are you open to these new lessons? Have you identified them yet? Or are you still trying to figure it all out? Because that's okay too. You know, there's, a, there's nothing wrong with sometimes feeling a little bit lost so long as you don't live there. So maybe you are still feeling a little bit lost or defeated. But if you take a step back, what can you glean from that? If you look at it prospectively, what is this teaching you? What is the purpose in it? I would love to hear all about it. So while you're listening to this episode, take a screenshot and tag the design influence on Instagram or Facebook so that we can keep this conversation going. Because this is one that I love. It is one that I have experienced, again, as I've told you so many times, and it's one that I know so many of you have experienced. So hopefully we can start to help each other create more purposeful pivots. Thank you for listening to today's show. I don't want to just leave it here. So let's keep the conversation going over on Instagram at The Design Influence or on the Facebook page, The Design Influence. To dig in a little bit deeper into today's episode, you can head over to thedesigninfluence.com 
forward slash podcast for all of the show notes. But while you're listening, be sure to take a screenshot of the episode so that you can tag the design influence and let me know what your favorite takeaway was. What resonated with you? What made you go, oh snap, that's me. I needed this. I would love to know. And now go forth and create your influence and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.